Cam Cam, I have to be honest with you. Sometimes when I see you perform, uh-huh. you you have these scantily clad costumes uh-huh. and then you'll like stand on your head and do an upside down split and I'm like what if they farted right now <laughs> do you ever have a moment like that or you're like oh I gotta hold it in um, I don't think I've ever been like gassy or never never like I try to use it <laughs> before a show <laughs> so I don't never have to really do that you've got a douche before you dip not necessarily douche, but <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I love. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of flapping and fawning unfortunately fawn is out this week so today we have an episode of flapping and camming (laughs) y'all already know who i am it's topher flapjack and you can call me the babylicious body of birmingham cam 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 Cam, welcome. Thank you for having me. Our live studio audience is so excited to have you here with us. Thank you, all thousand of you all. You are so beautiful. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we put all the seating in my living room. <laughs> well, Cam Cam, I'm so excited to have you. Thank I you. hate that Fawn is sick. Fawn, get better soon. We love you, Fawn. We do. Love you so, so very, very much. But Cam, to get us started, uh, why don't you just tell us your pronouns and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hi, everyone. Um, My name is Camp Cam. I go by Camp Cam in drag, out of drag, in ballroom, all that good stuff. Uh, My pronouns are he, she, they, and them, where all are acceptable. Um, I've been doing drag since about like 2019. Same. Yeah, we started like at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> doing the quarantine. Yes, and then I but I think the first time that we met was at that baddest bitch. Yes, it was. But they like doubled the money, and, and I was like, together. "Let's go!" <laughs> and we, and we together. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a thousand dollars, I think. It was a yeah. It was a nice little split. Yeah, I, I was. I was okay with. Yeah, it. me too. <laughs> huh. the, what's crazy is that was one of the first shows where I remember. I feel like I had discovered my niche for camp comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, I, I better bring it. And mm-hmm. it was like, I, I felt like I'd really come into my own as a drag queen right. in that I moment. I think you did amazing that oh, night. Thank you. Well, we I sure I did it too because shit, we won. We won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a really good night for me. That was like one of the biggest kickoffs for me. At that time, I wasn't performing in heels yet because I was just practicing in them at the time. I wasn't ready to quite execute that yet mm-hmm. but like maybe like two shows after this when i actually started performing in heels and i've been in heels ever since oh i love i didn't know that yeah i was in like jazz shoes at the time <laughs> <laughs> Both in the jazz not shoes. the jazz shoes <laughs> little slippers <laughs> <laughs> well cam cam what have you been up to i feel like you and i have not had a chance to really just like sit and chat in yes. the dressing room or anything in a long time so know, what's right? up oh uh, i think part of that reason is because of our busy busy schedules mm-hmm I just seen you just warm as comedy queen. Yes, well, Miss Last Chance Comedy Last Queen. Last Chance Comedy so Queen. Excuse I'm, me. I'm preparing. Uh, that was my prelim, and I am headed to nationals in as just you should. three weeks here. So, yeah, if you want to come, get your tickets now at anrtickets.com. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's why we haven't really had a chance to really yeah. get to talk to each other because, like, I've been 
Whew, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere under the sun. And it's it's really a blessing. But it's also like the people that you have made those relationships with, sometimes you do miss each other when you don't yeah. get to see each other for real. I know, right? Yeah. But you have been like just going to every gig. I yeah. like I feel like you are truly everywhere. Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you know off the top of your off of your head how many gigs you had in like the month of February? As of right now, oh, it's March now. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole month of February, I probably have performed in about maybe 14 to 15 shows. Oh, my God. Look at you go. Yeah. I, I wish that I had your stamina. Like, Thank you. I heard that God. in bed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, gang. <laughs> that is so funny, gang. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do a little something. So I, I, w- I would love for the listeners who maybe haven't had the chance to um, see you perform for you mm-hmm. to just talk a little bit about like what kind of energy do you like to bring to the stage? When- sure. So the type of energy, I'm going to start by saying the type of entertainer and then I, cause I have to explain myself before people actually understand me. Mm-hmm. So I am a non-binary t- entertainer just as much as you are a non-binary entertainer. But in the way that I decide to express my drag is being the most authentic version of myself, mm, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's not saying that, like, me not being a, necessarily a drag queen does not make me any less valid of a drag entertainer, but I just chose to be the more glamified version of myself because I just feel like I'll be more relatable that way. And I feel like it it makes it easier for people to, if they do want to decide to want to do drag, they had to say, I can, I can do that. Like, yeah. look at Cam Cam. Look and at Cam Cam. That's, that's I mean, just typically my drag. Yeah. And that's so true. Like, I feel like there is no one I know who performs that um, just exudes that joy that oh, you have. Thank you. And I, I love that so much about you. Because I just genuinely love what I do. Like, yeah. drag is just so fun. And I hate that things are going on in the world that is going on. Yeah. I that is right. trying to, like, stop like, us for drag entertainers to be able to do what we love. Because it's just like, dang. I really do this like all the time. I mean, you know what we mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead. We are going to talk a little bit about some of the news in the world. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, later on in the show. Word. Um. But I do want to talk about um some of the things that have been going on for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, on our last episode, I mentioned that I was going to be doing a show with Lady Bunny this Love past it. weekend. That was so fun i couldn't only imagine did, i mean did this dressing room smell <laughs> not the shade but oh my god <laughs> cam just came right on this podcast and was like i'm gonna shade everybody because <laughs> i've heard quite a few times the lady bunny's <laughs> tights may smell so i was just wondering i mean honestly no she did not have a particular smell okay. uh, <laughs> but i knew exactly when she walked in i'll tell you that so much. you smelled her from a mile away Hey, whoever smelt at Delta, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I uh, live. <laughs> but yeah, she she was a ton of fun to get to work with, but it was so interesting because she just like came in and plopped herself down amongst all the other entertainers back there. Like mm-hmm. she was just one of us. It was like, oh, okay, let's right. chit chat and hang out. I love people like that. Like that just makes it so worthwhile when Absolutely. you like when you don't become like this big entity where you just feel like you're not approachable, when they still have that sense of being a human just like anybody else i really like love that mm-hmm. when i get the experience because like i met giselle yes Roy, yes because she's she's a part of ballroom of course but i've, I've seen her at, like if i like two or three balls and i've even hugged her and she's one of the most sweetest people i probably have ever met and she is no different like she 
acts just like and she doesn't let her win and her successes make her like any less of a human than us mm. she's very relatable and she's very approachable too and i genuinely loved it yeah it's a wonder lady bunny doesn't name herself lady human mm. um <laughs> that'd be a cute direct <laughs> right. name lady human that's so cool though that you okay so have you worked with giselle since the announcement that she's on queen of the universe i have not seen so the way my schedule be set up i never get to see her do drag shows oh okay but i've seen her at a couple balls before yeah yeah you and a couple balls. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you know something or two about that. Uh, <laughs> well, Cam, do you have any shows coming up that you'd like to promote? Ooh. Uh, well, I have the Oops All Kings show, which is on March the 2nd, which is today. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at the time of this recording, uh, the Oops All Kings, or the time of this release, the Oops All Kings show will have passed. Yes. But yes. Uh, I have that. I have one at the Quest on this friday then i have uh this oh this benefit show that i'm having saturday it's from 1 to 3 p.m i think and it's oh, at awesome. saturn it's a benefit show for charity so if you all are available wait is on. that the one with the dogs yes it is oh my god wait so how is that working like so i originally i host a bingo night like yeah like two days before my birthday and they we saw so they had that show well, they had that benefit game to benefit for them to sponsor or whatever for it to be able to have the big benefit show at Saturn. And now is the all of those entertainers who are booked now to perform there. And it's just for it's a bigger spectrum because they're expecting a bigger amount of people to show up. Mm. But I, I got to go there. And then when I leave from there, I have to drive all the way to Columbus, Georgia and I have a show that night there as well. So yeah, look at you traveling all (laughs) over the world, traveling (laughs) everywhere. I love it. Well, we also have a few shows that we want to promote that are related to the podcast. Yeah. So on the second Wednesday of every month, we have Drag Bingo at Highwire Brewing. (laughs) Oh, not the correct scam. (laughs) I thought people were more excited than that. Lord have mercy. So many crickets. Why are you hitting all the sad buttons? (laughs) You might as well just say. I love it. No, come on out to Bingo. You can win some gift cards to Highwire Brewing. They've got some really good beer. And I realized on our last episode, I was talking about how much I drank at the first one that we did, where mm. I said a certain number that um, wasn't there is not a number in a bingo card. I said C12. There is no C in the word bingo. I'm about to say how. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess that's just how many beers I had. Um, So, yes, come on out. It's always a great time. Fawn and I struggle to read, but that's what makes it fun. Yes. Also, I've already mentioned the National Miss Comedy Queen pageant, but that will be happening on March 21st to the 23rd in Orlando, Florida. So, if you can, come out and support. Please do. And make me sound funny just by laughing at anything remotely amusing that I say. We love you, Flab. You're going to bring that clown home. We know it. Thank you. Thank you. I have my (laughs) fingers crossed, my toes crossed, and my flaps crossed. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, on Thursday, May 18th, we are going to be having Roast in Peace Angel Face, which is going to be the Roast of Angel Face. I love it. I'm so very excited. That's going to be fab. It'll be at Birmingham Festival Theater, so get those tickets now at bftonline.org. Cam, mm. <sighs> Cam, also, I should say, before I forget, where mm. can our listeners find you on social media? Ooh, okay. Well, you can find me on all social media platforms. Uh, on the Facebook, you can call uh, find me as Cam Cam. That's K-A-M-K-A-M. 
on Instagram, OMG underscore it's underscore Cam Cam. On Snapchat, OMG underscore it's Cam Cam all together. And on Jacked and Grinder, I'm just playing. I don't have a Jacked and Grinder. <laughs> but it would probably be Cam Cam too if I did use it. Well, okay, speaking of Jacked and Grinder, what is the dating site, the dating scene like for Cam Cam? Uh, I will say it's very hard. Oh, uh, hard? But, On this right. podcast? Yeah. I thought this was a family show. <laughs> it's very hard for me. And it's because people cannot always accept the full aspect of me. Mm. If I don't necessarily present myself all the time as the boyish figure that typical gay people would want to be with. Yeah. And that's okay. Because I've made peace with that in my own mind. But at the same time, there's somebody out there for me that I will find one day. Damn right. I just haven't found them yet. Uh, but I don't lose hope. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can relate to that a bit. Like, I obviously, like, I I, I am married right now. Right. So it's, it's a bit different. But I, like, as I've kind of come into my own non-binary identity, I've, like, really had to figure out what are the things that make me feel happy with myself you know like what are the things that make me feel attractive when i look in the mirror and Mm. how how do i relate that in this that's so super popularized gay culture like everyone always because of the things that i do wear i wear very revealing things if you have not met me before yeah i wear like very revealing things and people like overly sexualize me a lot and that's okay i guess but a lot of people think I'm very more sexually active than I actually am. And I love that because I just, in my own mind, I just laugh at it because I know it's not true. But yeah, I literally made a joke about that. Like at my birthday show, I was like, yeah, I remember <laughs> the last time I've been laid, but hey. It is <laughs> last time I was laid was laid out on this floor. Right. Um, yeah. No, I, I get that. And honestly, I kind of feel the same with, with Flapjack. Like mm-hmm. I think that when I, a lot of my jokes are very sexual. A lot right. of the numbers I do, you know, I, or even when I'm in drag, I feel like I'm this very beautiful woman, you right. know? And then when I take it off, it's like that there's a, a, that a level of body dysmorphia yeah. that happens. Um, so yeah, it, I, I totally get it. It's mm. kind of a strange feeling. It's good to know that someone can relate to the things yeah. that I do with. And I, yes. And that's one of the things that we really try to focus on on this podcast are like mm. the experiences of non-binary drag yeah. entertainers and how different, that is for um, each one of us. So, well, uh, we are going to take a quick break, but Mm. before we do, I do want to give everyone a reminder to please go and review our podcast. If you review it on Apple podcasts or on our Facebook page, you can actually hear your very own words from my mouth hole to your ear holes. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, and please also share it with a friend that helps us make the algorithm get on our side so that we can, have flapping and fawning and maybe even flapping and camming take over the whole damn world. (laughs) Let's take a break. And we are back and I am so excited, Cam, for your flop of the week. Oh my God. This is going to be an amazing (laughs) segment um, where we rant about the things we hate in the world. Mm. But first, I'm... 
extremely excited because there's someone that I absolutely love who mm. is going to be joining us for this segment. Right. Everyone, please welcome. She was a finalist on Camp Wanakiki season four. She's from Toledo, Ohio, and she doesn't walk. She waddles. It's Deja D. Delatero. Hi, everyone. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's my yeah, that's actually, friend of ours. I waddled to the microphone right now. Yes. <laughs> I live while laying down. So figure that out. Science. Wow. <laughs> you can waddle with your back fat. Ooh. Listen, absolutely. <laughs> uh, listen, first off, my back fat is like my extended Pokemon. It can do some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. If you could be any Pokemon in the world, what would you be? Oh, me, I'd be a Squirtle, and that's not because I'm into water sports, but absolutely, I'd be a, I'd be a Squirtle. Is it because down. you like to be squirted on? Listen, first off, Cam Cam, I just met you. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I live. Wait, Cam, what about you? If you could be a Pokemon? Oh, Pikachu, because he's just so precious mm. and mischievous at the same time. Mm. He's always getting into stuff that he should, but he's so precious. I'd take a Pikachu. And, and also, also, if Pikachu was like a real life act, whoa. D- sorry. The hell? I'm bad at hitting the soundboard <laughs> <was>, button. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who just hit Cam Cam? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, honestly, if Pikachu was like a real life actor, he'd been in every episode and season. That's like a smart move right there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that is um, some job security, if you ask me. Yeah. I would be Chikorita, personally. Okay. You know, I, I would have thought you would have said something like Jigglypuff. I, you know what? Right. I could see and that, I'm too. old, so I have to Google what a Chikorita is. <laughs> she's only, <laughs> she's only uh, Gen 2. <laughs> listen, I'm 39. I, my, listen, when I first started watching Pokemon, there was 27 elite ones, okay? Now there's like a whole <laughs> world of them. Absolutely. I'm out. I know. I, I just can't keep up anymore. Yeah. Right. But anyways, we did not come here to talk to you about you and your old age and Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wanted to learn about you. So, I, you know, you just got off Camp Wanakiki season four. Um, what have you been up to since the show aired? Um, Honestly, just working, performing, going to school, like getting my life back together. It's funny because... We were gone for two weeks. Yeah. Was it two weeks? Two weeks. Uh, yes. Like when we wrapped filming and because I was one of the few people that left early on the, the day we were done, I caught a plane right. to Philadelphia and I just picked up literally my life stopped for two weeks. And then once we were done, I picked up where I left off. I had a sh- Let me see. I drove back home, did a show in Toledo. <laughs> Did a show in Detroit and then caught a plane that night from Detroit to Philadelphia, did a show there, and then drove my happy ass back home in my rental car. Oh, so my I've, God. Been, I've been punching it because, you know, we got that great Kevin on Kiki budget money. Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah, you know? we're rolling in that toe now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, no, I just, like you said, you, you we and Flapjack can contest this mm-hmm. we took two weeks off like we took two weeks off from our job that's like two weeks throughout a paycheck mm-hmm. so like yeah. i was like still riding high but also like in recovery mode like hey bill still got to get paid so let me punch it back home so i've just been working my little ass off and trying to enjoy or did enjoy the ride we had Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much, but I, I totally agree. There was a really weird feeling of just picking up your entire life and then 
living in a completely different reality you couldn't tell anyone else about that you were just there yeah and then you come back and i had a show um i used to do the show at the upside down plaza and that was my first show back and it was like what just happened to me Mm. um like it was appropriate that i was performing at the upside down plaza because my life was completely (laughs) upside down Well, well, yeah, and then even to piggyback off what you said, not only did we, like, stop our our personal lives for two weeks, but, like, it's kind of like, how do I say it? Like, we stopped our lives for two weeks. Like, we knew who we were, but then we had to start a whole new life for two weeks with nine other strangers. Uh-huh. And it's like, not only did, like, our lives stop for two weeks, but, like, our own personal lives, but it's like, then we had to pick up another two weeks of, like, a new identity with nine other strangers. Yeah. Like, I knew who Deja was, but, like, meeting Flatjack, Opal, Pola. I knew who Clinica was because we lived two hours away from each other. But, like, you meet this whole new entity of people. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever, like, started a new job and how you're, like, awkward the first, like, week. Yeah. And they, like, your personality comes out after you get comfortable. We didn't get to have that opportunity. There right. was no uncomfortable awkwardness it's like all right this is who you are here with and our call time tomorrow is 6 a.m be on set like, <laughs> yep okay cool and got then it. we woke up at like what 3 30 4 oh, <laughs> and God. got ready it was like after going to bed at like midnight <laughs> right so deja i have a question i would like to ask you so how has drag changed for you since leaving count one kiki Oh, you Lord, let me tell you about. Okay, so first, uh, oh, Cam Cam, I don't know you that well, but let me just say, you have a very soothing voice right now. Thank you. <laughs> you asked that question, I was like, oh, daddy. I know. Okay, now. We have DJ Ooh. Cam Cam over here. Oh, or Mama, we don't, I don't know your pronouns, but Daddy and Mama, hey, bitch. I'll um, take Maddie, <laughs> Mama Daddy. Okay, that, I, come on, Mama Daddy. Um, I would say my experience, and I don't want to. Oh, Shit, you said okay. Ask your question one more time. I got your voice took me out. Thank you. I have that effect on people. <laughs> Thank you. There it is again. Okay. <laughs> How has drag changed for you since Camp Wanakiki? Um, I would say it changed a lot because I'm a, I'm a pageant girl, so here I am answering oh, questions. Mm. Um, it was at first it wasn't really nothing. Like we just all had each other, as Flapjack can tell you in private about. Yeah, you know, there's a there. We we all had conversations together privately and together. I would say once it started picking up, because here you go, some DVD behind the scene information. Mm-hmm. We kind of kicked off. We 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 kicked the bucket to like start oh, yeah. getting our names out there without getting in trouble. Shout either. out to coleslaw. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So like we'll put it <laughs> that way. Like it was well before the premiere that we're like, hey, we need to start getting our names out there. So I would say I. A lot of people know me now that I would from our little dog and pony show that I really didn't think would know because mm. like I had a show in New York City and people were genuinely excited to meet me and I was like huh and like they and they talked about stuff on the show so it wasn't like welcome to the stage from Camp One to Kiki Days Del Otero it was like literally people were like I loved your hamburger look you know what yes. your your, your camp spirit look like kind of was weird but like I love the make like people like knew Trauma. like they dissected like you know you listen <laughs> listen let's talk about camp spirit first off I did not understand the assignment but also <laughs> yes. it was like also we were like filming till like 5 30 in the morning oh like, my god that's like I don't even care what you get 
just get it because like right and also, are we allowed to talk about secrets on the show in here yes yeah do it spill it i feel like i'm rambling but like <laughs> no you're so, fine so like for like this is the power of editing we mm. all know sorry flapping um <laughs> we all know who went home before actually filming our b-roll shit yeah so at mm. this point it's like i was one of the i wasn't one of the first i was like the middle section to go but like I was also irritated and sleepy, and I'm like, "Well, I'm safe, so I don't even care what my footage looks like." <laughs> you still have to give like, but like you still have to give like that good performance because like people mm-hmm. know if you're slacking. So mm. I would say like definitely I have to back backtrack to your question. It has been great. Like people know me, and like I think with us being the first cast on TV. I don't think we had much of a viewing as it would have been on YouTube. Yeah. But like I will say the people that I have encountered, I've been genuinely blessed and had, and I've enjoyed my time getting to have like a little D-list celebrity moment, I guess. I love that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I feel like watching us on TV was so weird, especially I think there's a local versus a, a travel um, mm-hmm. perspective for like, mm-hmm. you know, in Birmingham, I know that I, I tried really hard to form a little community around yes. Camp Wanakiki. And so I know that I have a, a group here that cared about the show. Um, but I went to Orlando a couple of weekends ago and I had several folks coming up to talk to me and wanting to take photos with me because wow. of my time on the show and saying that they enjoyed it's certain weird, looks. isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's like, it's oh, weird. you actually watched it? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, think about when I had you up here. Right. They went like to <sighs> Toledo, Ohio is such like a camp. I wouldn't say we like anything. Mm-hmm. We like anything up here, but like when they have a campy can do attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. But like I got to bring I think every cast member came except Vincent. Lily had to cancel because she had a family issue and that's her story. Um <laughs> and I think Coleslaw, because I think they had just started moving from I Boston to Providence. It's disgusting. <laughs> 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 yes they live forever on our um, soundboard yeah but like it was just it's cool to actually have like those relationships and they love like when you said you built yourself your own little community it was good that i got to bring everyone i think mm-hmm. like 80 percent of the cast and they ate flapjack up um clinica's oh, here you. i believe in two weeks yeah she's coming back so she's it's definitely just a sorority fraternity uh cult um <laughs> yeah come on cult. a car dealership of <laughs> yes, queens, car kings, dealership. and those in, in between all right <laughs> speaking of cult like there is that one thing that i wonder like i feel like we're not allowed to talk about it because there's no footage that's been released of it mm. but you know what i'm talking Girl. about deja and i'm like Girl. are they ever the gonna plastic bags the, the, the plastic bags say no more <laughs> 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 Uh, well, oh the plastic bags no do you ever feel like a plastic bag deja listen sometimes i feel my inner katie perry and i can't help it um well i wanted to ask you i know that since you've been on the show you did a lot of work with improv so i was wondering if you could mm-hmm. talk to us about what that experience has been like for you yes i am an improv i had improv yesterday and improv much like any job is you have your good days and your bad days. Yesterday was a bad day. Uh. A bitch was bloated. A bitch was bloated into like acting. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just being transparent and honest. Um, I it is a tool that I think that if you are shy, which I am not, I promise you, not. You know, <laughs> <laughs> promise I'm not. It's a tool that I think 
can help. And if anyone is interested in wanting to go on Camp Wanakiki, wanting to do Drag Race, wanting to do Dragula, I think improv would be the... It keeps you on your toes. Yeah. True. And it's a new outlet for... Like, I'm trained in theater. I know how to read Same. the script. I know how to read a stage direction. I know how to emote emotion. But it's something different than when you're standing there and someone's like, all right, now be funny. You mm-hmm. just go blank. Mm. You just go blank. You're like, I-, I don't know how to be funny. And then it's it's a, it's a tool that I think people... Yeah, yeah, I it's, really. It's a useful tool. Does totally. that make sense? Like, it's it's a tool. It's a tool that I think could take even if you work in a, a office setting and you have to do a huge presentation. It's a tool you can use to get over the anxiety of presenting yourself. Right, and you mm. know, before I went to camp, like I had. I honestly thought that you were either born funny or you were a dud. Right. And you said that our first day. I, I never did my face. I was like, who is this weird <laughs> human? But, and then I, then like, I found out that, uh, like Hillary in particular was when I, I've talked a lot about how she studied comedy and that there are institutions mm-hmm. that exist to teach it. And I came back and I was like, I really want to be able to hone that in. Gotcha, um, and, right. And so I, I started taking improv classes when I got back and it, it's, been so helpful um i love it so much there are, there are good days there are bad days but the thing i love the most is that you can really rely on the people around you and just build mm-hmm. on what they say to right. make something really special yeah. together and it's definitely one of those things like you have to trust your scene partner i think that was mm-hmm. and then the in the flipping around with improv i think that's one of those things that i didn't have a fear of improv after doing camp on kiki because right. i was legit with God, there was a, a host that crew, three hosts, like just a crew of like, we'll say like 15 plus people that I did not know. And you, you literally have to put your pride aside and just have to trust these people. And right. Trust your instinct that, hey, I'm going to do this scene with this performer from Alabama. Yep. I don't know her from shit, but like, <laughs> we were on set together for we 10 make plus it work. hours. Just complaining how hot we were. Yeah, it was, hot <laughs> it was so freaking hot. <laughs> All right, well, Deja, I have another question for you. Don't mind my soothing Come voice on, again. Central boy. <laughs> <laughs> you recently performed with uh, King Princess, right? Yes. You said yes. Doesn't it sound enthusiastic? At all? <laughs> you know, I, no, no, it was like yes. Oh yes. How was it? What was it like for you? It was it was probably the highlight of my drag. One of the highlights. I won't say wow. it's like the wow. it's one of the highlights of my drag career. It was career. Um and they had messaged me the Fillmore in Detroit. Mm. Uh it was just like, Hey, we need an opener for Queen Princess and, and they literally saw and I will give out without telling people, I will give a shout out to Camp Juan Kiki is how I got this gig. <gasps> um, I, they just scrolled across it on Instagram and one of the um, I want to say entertainment director reached out to me and I was like um, first off, I ain't gonna lie because we're being honest here, right? I was like, what the hell is a, a king princess? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What the, hell, what the hell is a king princess? So I went down a rabbit hole of their music. And I'm not saying this because I opened for them and I met them and we're like best friends now. Uh, <laughs> their music is pretty amazing. And 
each show that they do, they are non-binary. Um, yes. They are, the lead singer is non-binary. They are a band. But each show they do, they try to have some sort of queer representation that they open with. And I was lucky enough that they essentially handpicked me via some videos on YouTube and some content I posted on TikTok. That is I love amazing. That. So, like, yeah. when, when you open... And the paycheck was lovely, too. I don't know. Oh, I, I bet. I know it was. <laughs> when, so, when you open, like, are you doing just, like, a lot of lip sync numbers? How, how does that work? So, so um, it was three opening acts. It was, uh... Don't cancel me. It was a Never. weird tribal lesbian band that opened up before me. It was very bizarre. Ooh. Like, my partner... Okay. No, like, my partner... Don't say ooh. No, ooh. No, it was, like, my partner... My partner and I were just like, okay, this is interesting. You like it, we love it, but we don't get it. It was just one of those out there artsy experiences you know when people say you know all art is valid yes uh-huh they were valid because uh-huh. <laughs> no but here's the thing like, and that's the thing about art i didn't get it but the audience lived for them right Does that kind of mm. make sense like, right. it wasn't my thing not it was it just wasn't my thing it is what it is so like they went first and then there was like um just a musician and then when i went they were like hey do you have a set list of music i go um like what do you mean a it's set like, list i'm I mean, a drag queen you, like you, you look you <laughs> press play and i walk from one side of the <laughs> <Right>. to the other. <laughs> but no they're like well can you and i make mixes and they're like well can you give us like a good solid seven minutes or something i said mm. okay well, what's the vibe like like beforehand they're like well they're like king princess is pop but like not rock and they don't want anything too poppy so i did like a mix of Oh, Lord, it's escaping me. Do, 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 do. What is, no, what is the name Wait, of that, that band? was that the song? Yeah, that was, um, it's a cruel, cruel world to face all your own. What's the name of that? What's his name? That group? Shaka Khan. Beth, no, Beth Ditto <laughs> is the lead singer. Oh, I am so mad right now. <laughs> but Beth Ditto is the lead singer. Oh, my gosh. Beth? What? Hold on, I'm very bad with celebrities. Wait, what's the name oh again? God, hold on, hold on, hold Not on. Pornhub being on my phone. Uh... <laughs> no, no, I'm looking right now. <laughs> Heavy Cross is the song I did. Heavy Cross. Oh, oh, the gossip, 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 gossip. Gossip? Yeah, the name of the group. Oh, is okay, work. Well, I yeah, live. So I did like, so I did like a little medley of their stuff because I was like, you know, this is gonna test me. It's out of my box. So I was up there for like seven minutes, and and, and here's the kicker. Fifteen thousand people oh jesus my god n- n- not to even brag because i'm here to brag for a second <laughs> no yeah this is your moment a week it. before little nas x did a sold out show there <gasps> oh wow what the week after Demi lovato was performing a sold out show there wow like, it was one of those things that in that moment i thought i will never take this moment for granted because this will yeah. never happen oh. again but it was just one of those surreal experiences. So definitely top three of my drag career. So uh, something that I've done. I love that. Deja, that is so freaking <laughs> special. And like, what an exciting thing to have happen, especially as a result of being on the show. Right. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I, I can't even, it was definitely up there. And I, I think, I think about that moment all the time. Like when I walked on stage, and they were like, welcome to the stage. And they were like, from season four, Camp Line Peak. And you're like, a, not a huge group, but a small group of people go, oh my God, are you serious? And then like, <laughs> so after the show, well, like after the show, like, cause we have like free range and all access yeah. passes. 
we were just walking through it and like I felt like I was taking away from the concert because mm. people just wanted to take pictures with me in the Wow. Line. I love so that. It was really cool. Ah, that's amazing, Deja. That makes me uh, hell happy. Yeah. The only thing that I um would say if it, it could be better was if they um booked a certain uh, person whose name starts with F and ends with CK Hello. in addition to you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, my people will talk to your people. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it has come to that very special time in the episode Ooh. when we need to do our flop of the week. So, oh my God. Can that's I not like the worst diary. Time? Oh, of course you can. It's time for the flop of the week. <laughs> it just sounds like really bad diarrhea. <laughs> not the bad diarrhea. <laughs> This is a 60-second, uninterrupted, unhinged rant that where all three of us will get a chance to go on a rant about the thing that is our big flop of the week, something we don't like, something that has really ground our gears in the week. And I'll be kicking things off. Cam Cam, can you do the honors of keeping the time for the first 60 seconds? I'm I'm currently drinking wine from my flapping and fawning mug that you can get in the link of the description of this video. Ready? Gotta lubricate. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Three, two, one. My flop of the week is people who post bad photos of me. Can you believe? I worked so damn hard on my makeup. I do the contour. I make my mile high eyeliner. I put rhinestones on my face and I take the time to do an ombre lip. God damn it. And you're going to take a photo without the flash or even worse, you take a photo with the flash that's way too close to my face and I look like a freaking ghost or something where all you can see is my little pupils. It's horrific. And then you want to post it and you know what you have the fucking nerve to do? Oh, I'll tell you what you have the fucking nerve to do. You're then going to tag me in the photo so that it shows up at the top of my timeline so that potential, potentially king princess, when they want to book me for their next headliner show, they're going to go to my Facebook page and say, oh, not this one. They look busted as hell. And that's why people who post bad photos of me are my flop of the week. Thank you, thank you, everyone. That was really good. That was good. I, 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 I don't know if I'm that angry. But. <laughs> That's how I feel too. This is I, I. This has been weighing on my chest for a very long time. <laughs> it's been living you in my flat. To touch bases on what you were saying, have you ever like had like a fan or something take pictures of you, <laughs> and like they do it with the flash, and then it turns your eye a different color? Uh huh. That is such a real big pain. I hate people. it. I hate it. I was like, I look like a vampire. Right. Why would you post that? Yeah. But when I first started doing drag, like, you know how I always open my mouth and like close my eyes when I smile? Right. You know, I'm like taking up the most attention because that's what I do. Well, <laughs> the reason I do that is because when I smile like a normal human, I always just have these huge fucking teeth uh-huh. and I, I can't deal with it. No. So, so you make them smaller by hiding your, that I, makes I sense. do that by amping up my camp. Word. <laughs> by amping up your camp. <laughs> <laughs> I w- okay so like i know you have the soundboard there yeah can you give sorry sugar bakers can you get that really horrible cowbell that they had <laughs> <laughs> every time they would ring that cowbell I'm like that is so pointless i've got to add it to my list the closest thing i have is this trumpet close oh, enough so so many of those noises play through our heads many a night that can't find a right. 
Uh, I hate to go on another tangent, but did um did you have dreams leaving Camp Wanakiki where like I would wake up in the middle of the that night. I was free, absolutely. Oh, not that you were free. Like, Mine was the reverse. I'm free, absolutely. I'm free. <laughs> I, I would dream that I had like gone there and forgotten all my costumes, and um, I remember one in particular where it was Cherry Pie holding her drink, and she was like, "Don't worry, Flapjack, you can make anything from anything in the craft cabinet." And I was horrified. It's like <laughs> frantically making costumes in my sleep. Yeah. Anyway, what was in the craft cabinet? Mostly construction paper. I mean, have you seen uh, Opal's unaired uh, water sports runway? It was that. That's going to be my rant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm kidding, Opal. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, there's bugs. I hate bugs. <laughs> Shut up. I live. <laughs> All right, Cam Cam. It's time for your flop Ooh. of the week. Let's go. I'm going to start the timer in three, two, one, go. Something that really grinds my gears are Waffle House workers. <laughs> I just had a whole experience at Waffle House last night where I have the simplest order on earth, which is two orders of bacon, an order of sausage, and a waffle. And in the process, you only want to give me one syrup. So when I ask for another syrup, you want to charge me $1.50 for yes. each syrup. And then... I was like, okay, well, if I have to wait this long as I had to, mm-hmm. could I have a courtesy drink? Right. You want to charge me an extra two fifty for that as well. So in the process, I was like, okay, I done gave you extra money in the process of what you gave me. My total was on $18. So I gave <laughs> you like 22. 20 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, shit. You can just take that out your tip, and then so she had an attitude, and then they didn't want to keep remaking my food because they kept messing it up. Like uh, it, it was hard the first time, then it was undercooked the second, and then five it seconds. Was just, it was just a horrible experience. I hate Waffle House. <laughs> I'm not going back. <laughs> and that's why Waffle House is Cam Cam's flop of the week. <laughs> Uh, the only thing oh, that I'm God. offended by is that you didn't order any flapjacks with your meal? I had a waffle. They don't have flapjacks. Okay, that's my dead name. Um, that is not the same. I will defend flapjacks. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that there was a difference between a flapjack and a pancake at camp, and I was like, no, nah, I think they're the same, and then I had to Google it. What's the difference? They right. What's had, the difference? I had to let folks know. Flapjacks are British. Uh, yeah, but it, and they're made with like grains <laughs> rather than flour. Oh, so it, it's just been, depending on how it's made that makes it different. Yeah, so it's chicken, but not chicken because people make chicken a thousand <laughs> ways. Chicken? I don't know any chicken flapjacks, but I mean they have chicken and waffles. Clo- you know what? Close enough. I'll yeah. take it. Ooh, that would be good. I know, right? Okay, Deja, are you ready oh, for your I, flop? I, I, I'm not that angry about anything. It's I promise t- you, I'm not. <laughs> get mad. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> tw- you can do it. Twist your nipples till you get angry. <laughs> <laughs> that turns me on. <laughs> Close enough. Oh my God, me twisting my nipples while Cam Cam talks to me? Oh, I'm done for us. Let's, let's, let's make it a thing. <laughs> Y'all hijacked my podcast. You know, I'm going to vent about what we talked about earlier via post-production oh i live okay well it, it is time for your flop of the week in three two one all right is deja here's my flop of the week let's talk about apple products yes i'm an apple product <laughs> whore however what you won't do apple if you try to talk to me and tell me to buy these air air pod max pros Ooh, whatever first off apple. they're three pounds they're a hot mess cam cam i can't Ooh. even deal with it <laughs> They're not functional. They're huge. It looks like I'm about to land a plane, too. and I should be a 
<laughs> What'd you say? I am too. Listen, you better calm down. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, first off, they're not functional. They look like I'm about to land a plane or like I'm an extra on Top Gun Maverick. Uh-huh. Um, we tried to hook up with the podcast earlier and Flash's like, can you get closer to the mic? I'm like, there is no mic. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, then I go, so then I go back to my original ear pods and they're like, oh, perfect. I can hear you. So guess what, Apple? Take a bite out of my ass because fuck off. I will too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that means Apple is Deja's flop of the week. Ooh. What if they want an endorsement, I'm here for it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll take this episode down once we uh, sign that paperwork. <laughs> well, I don't know about y'all, but this has been a very successful flop of the week. It really has. Um, I feel good. Me too. Well, yeah. Deja, thank you so much for joining us. Um, is there anything before you go that you would like to promote? And can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just going to promote my socials right now because I work into leader. So I can go uh-huh. add you. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> definitely um, I'm trying. I'm Like I said, I'm 39. I'm trying to be more youthful on TikTok, so I'm starting to gain traction. So, but on Instagram and TikTok, I deleted Twitter because Elon Musk is that should have been my flop of the week. Honestly, eight bucks. <laughs> but, um, so sorry, where was I? Yeah, TikTok, Instagram, um, follow me, Toledo Famous. On Facebook, if you're an elder millennial like me, I still rock a Facebook. That's going to be Deja D. Delatero. But more importantly, just follow me on Instagram and TikTok. And I just do stupid stuff. We have a good time, and I mean, I miss you, Flappy. Aww. And Cam Cam, that that voice is like butter. Well, thank you. I have that effect on people. Um, something that somewhere. is equally <laughs> <laughs> something that's equally smooth as butter to Cam Cam's voice is their performance style. So thank you should you. definitely book them up in Toledo if you have well, a chance. I would love to. How can I find you? Well, actually, um, we can talk about this off air, but um, I would love to get you back up here this summer and Cam Cam yes! with you. We will do this carpool. Alabama I love it. invasion. I live. I would definitely come. See, this is this is the benefit you of having a, a podcast. I love it. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to hey, take a that's quick... That's the power of being, being a show director, so then we're good. Yeah, Anna. you guys can come up here. Well, we're going to take a quick break and get this booking. Be back. Hi, everyone. It's Flapjack from the future. I forgot to plug one very important thing happening this week. So make sure that y'all tune in on a Saturday morning at 9 a.m. to the Sleep In Cinema Show on Substrate Radio. You can listen at substrateradio.com. And I'm going to be joining the guys from Sleep In Cinema to talk about the upcoming Oscars, my trip to the National Miss Comedy Queen, and much, much more. So make sure you tune into that at 9 a.m. Central Time on on substrateradio.com. See you there. And we are back. We're going to be talking about some news of the week. Yes. Okay. So the first thing I wanted to talk to you about, Cam. Mm-hmm. Are, did you see that George Santos performance by Meatball? No, I haven't. Do you, do you, you know who George Santos is, right? Uh, no. Remind me. Okay, okay. So George Santos uh-huh. was this politician. He's a Republican. He got mm-hmm. elected, I think, in New York. And the the thing that's been coming out about him is that he's been lying about everything about his background, right? Oh, wow. So like he didn't go to the college that he said he did. He hasn't had mm-hmm. the jobs that he said he did. He didn't have the like he didn't grow up where he said he did. And one of the things that people found out was that he was actually a drag queen. Oh, word. named Katara, right? Word. And so 
well not work because he's like he's just been lying he's been lying but uh-huh. in like doing things to harm our community uh-huh. um so he's kind of in the butt of the joke and uh meatball are you familiar with meatball i think i've heard of them okay so she is a drag queen based in la she had this viral performance i want you to watch it and tell me what you think it's all about george santos So she starts out dressed as George Santos, right? And she already kind of looks like George Santos. Mm. Uh, But then she slowly does these reveals. That little snap. Oh my God, I live. (laughs) And so there's this viral picture of her in the red dress from her festival. And so she's like revealing to it and becoming George Santos or becoming Katara, his alter ego in this moment. (laughs) I live. And it's what's crazy. This was featured on like George, Fa- uh, Jimmy Fallon. And it's just, it's too, this is me from the greatest showman, which right. I think is like the funniest freaking thing that you could possibly do. Cause that's the most basic drag song ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I can't believe you haven't heard about this. I haven't. I'd be so disconnected from social media, <laughs> believe it or not. She brings out the boa. Come on, boa. <laughs> That's how I be feeling like when I wear like dresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, I I am obsessed with this performance. That was very camp. It is so camp, it right? Was, uh, and this is the thing. Like, I feel like Birmingham. It's a little difficult to be a campy entertainer oh, sometimes. Absolutely. Because, you, like, I don't think I could do that mm-hmm. at, at the it'd bar. Be I'm well on received. Cast right. Yeah. And, like. I, I have to mix this level of glamour and like this pageantry in that I don't necessarily always want to do right. I like to do, but it anyways, I just, I love the chaoticness of this and the, the power and the um, politics behind it. Mm-hmm. Cause there's just so much happening in the world. Right. Um, that needs I to learned, be commentated on. to get you some just positive advice, do what makes you happy. Like right. when all this feels, do what makes you happy. If that's what you decide to want to do, yeah. eventually it will catch on. I, I really genuinely feel that for you. You're so right. I'm yeah. just gonna do chaotic drag from now on. Period. And maybe after my pageant, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I live. I live. Well, okay. Another thing. I'm assuming that you've heard about the drag ban in Tennessee. Yes, right. I have. Yes, I have. Um, any thoughts about that? Um, it's very, it's very stupid. <laughs> People, and I, I know stupid is a bad word. No, it's very, no, that's... it's very stupid that. Out of all things in the world, you would want to ban. You would want to ban people getting into drag and going to perform. But you would willingly allow people to carry firearms into places Mm -hmm. that can potentially harm people. Right. I've never been in a situation where a drag entertainer has harmed a child. And I've I've read, like, I've did drag story time. Mm -hmm. I performed in front of thousands of families. And I don't think no one has never been hurt by yeah. that. So out of all things you would want to put a band on, it would be drag. But we could carry a gun around and potentially harm people. That makes no sense to right. me. Right. It I just mean, doesn't. At the end of the day, all it is is discrimination. Yeah, and very much so. It's, and you, borderline homophobia. Absolutely. Oh, not borderline. Totally. Yeah. It 100% is. Transphobia, all that oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. And just imagine how hard it, it would be for like people who are like us being non-binary and expressing yourself. And mm-hmm. even if you did get into like complete female drag or whatever, just you being your authentic self, just imagine in the, the situation that we could be put in. Like right. it's a hurtful feeling to think like you just can't not be yourself. And this is not what this state is supposed to be about. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, 
You took the words right out of my mouth. You're so right. You and I got to participate in a event at a college in Birmingham. Yes, we did. Um, where we educated the children yes, on some drag things, right? You right. talked about ballroom culture. I got to talk about drag makeup. Mm-hmm. Can't believe they asked me to teach about that, but okay, <laughs> work. I will say that I, I looked my best ever on that day. I was like, you I did. need to let these kids know. Um, <laughs> so, you had your PowerPoint together. There. <laughs> I was living. <laughs> But I, I want to know what was that experience like for you? You had a packed room that day. Yes, people wanting I to learn. Did it was such an uh, amazing feeling to be one of the few voices who can actually be that relate the relatable person to ex- understand and hear about ballroom culture, even though ballroom culture was around before me because it originated here by my dad, of course. Yeah, but. All his life, t- all his life lessons and the things he has taught me as far as ballroom is concerned. It when I started being a drag entertainer, I always wanted to people to understand why I perform in the way that I do and why I, exp- I express myself in the way that I do. And ballroom played a huge part in it. And I, I thank my dad all the time for him teaching me those things. And me just being in that class alone with the amount of students that I had who was so interested into learning about like ballroom culture as a whole and how long I've been a mm-hmm. part of ballroom and all that. Cause it was just an amazing feeling. And I would have never thought in a million years I would be able to be that person right. to be able to teach students that. And the fact that they were just so eager to learn these things, it was just like, wow, like I really, it's really hope here to have a bigger ballroom scene than it already is. And I was just really thankful for that experience. Like, it really opened my eyes. And to be able just to perform in front of, like, the college. Like, it was, it was, ugh. Uh, I get emotional just talking about it because it it really touched me to be able to perform and, like, not feel judged. Mm -hmm. And everybody was happy. I've always been taught, like, if you... When you're performing in drag, if you would make make at least one person smile, then you have done your job. You're not going to please yeah. everyone with the things that you do. But if you're touching someone, you're doing it right. Right. And the fact that I got to do that in front, it was every bit of like almost 300 people mm-hmm. at that event. And that was that's one of the things that I'm going to always take with me in my drag career because it's one of the one of the best things I've ever got to run is the experience and I'm really blessed to have that opportunity I'm so glad that I have you here to talk about this especially on this particular week when this news is going on right now yeah. you know especially what you said at the end there like we had a conversation with Hillary Yass from Camp Wanakiki on, uh-huh. on this podcast and um, I talked to her about you know you know those people that you see sometimes in the club that sit there with their arms crossed right. looking at you like there's nothing you're gonna do that's gonna impress, impress me, me. Right. Um, well I love a challenge. Right. (laughs) But it's exactly like what you said. Like those folks are often seeking something, right? Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they are seeing someone express themselves in a way that they could never, ever see themselves. And that's why it's so important for drag entertainers to be able to perform uninhibited in front of crowds of all different ages. Right. So yeah, I amen to everything you just said. I (laughs) couldn't agree more. Um, Finally, the uh, some on a bit of a lighter note, mm-hmm. Megan Trainer recently released a snippet of her new song "Mother" on Ooh. YouTube. Yes, and, mother. Uh, but a lot of people are uh, responding on Twitter saying like that it's the worst song that they've <laughs> ever heard. They're they're like, oh, she's just like baiting for TikTok. Mm. So, have you heard the song? I haven't. Okay, I'm gonna play a snippet of it for you, and I just want to get your thoughts. Okay. It's very much like a a TikTok 
a moment, you know? Mm. And that's it. So, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on this um, Do I... How honest could I be? Be so honest. <laughs> Uninhibited. It could be in your new flop of the week if you want. <laughs> I don't personally care for it. Mm, okay. And on, I, my reason of not caring for it is because of the things that she's like saying. I say that because when you think of a mother, you don't always have to think of a mother in a, such a firm and you're going to do as I say because mm-hmm. my mom is not like that at all like, huh. yeah she's not no, nothing like how that song is exuding but that's her own artistic vision and no one can tell her she's right or wrong for that right it's, okay you ever heard the expression I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea and mm-hmm. I'm not meant to be drunk by everybody I think that's one of those type of situations oh I live you said it, everything better than I possibly could yeah only thing I would say though I do think that there is this interesting thing in music where it's like the death of the bridge, mm. you know, like there, there, are, especially at, as a performer, I look for songs that have lots of highs and, and lows, lows and middle sections for me to do interesting things with. Mm-hmm. Um, and these like TikTok focused songs, especially these it's ones doing away with it. Yeah. Especially these ones that they all are using that, um, Mr. Sandman, bum, 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 mm-hmm. bum. You know, it's like, okay, it was catchy like the first five times. Right. Let's move, Let's on. move on. Yeah. So that, that's kind of how I feel about it. But I think people are just like really tearing her apart. But right. I, I kind of always liked Megan. It's not that I like listen to her stuff, but I, I liked her. her songs too. She like, she stays in her lane. You yeah. Know? It's I, very all the same. Yeah. I don't, I don't see her being like, problematic or anything so i think people are just hating the hate yeah so let people live right let her live and that's our pod Mm. um before we close out since the news can be so negative we like to have our fawn of the week Mm -hmm. uh so i am gonna have for my fawn of the week honestly it maybe it's it's cheesy and it's a cop-out but it's just been having you here cam cam this has been so fun thank you so much for filling in for fawn anytime as they've been sick um, but yeah, it's been so great getting your insight, and I can't wait to record another episode with you. Absolutely. And it's all you want me to. I'm coming. <laughs> yes. Oh, don't come on me. No, this Ooh. is a family show. <laughs> what, about, what about you? What's your fun of the week? My fun of the week would be live your life authentically, you. Life is so short. Do what makes you happy and do what brings you joy. And if you're doing that, you're living life in your own purpose. I love it. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to Flapping and, and Camming. Also known as Flapping and Fawning. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. for listening to flapping and fawning music by elliot nass promotional art by danny lee hosts our flapjack oh hey that's me and i'm fawn you can follow me on instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn and you can follow me over at instagram as well and pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen f-l-a-p-j-a-c-q-u-e-l-i-n-e 
connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at Flapping and Fawning Pod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta ta.